Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Local people. Local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 Wins. And good Monday morning. I'm Lee Harris in the newsroom. We have John Montone out in the field. Glenn Shuck is uh, actually in the studio this morning. He's filling in for Bridget Quinn. So it's uh, just us chickens this morning, John. Uh, You're at Rutgers, the Livingston campus, where a student was sleeping in a dorm and she woke up to find that she was being sexually assaulted. What do we know about this? This was yesterday morning at around 7.30. We're typically in a college dorm. Not many people are stirring, but uh, with police coming in and email alerts going out, uh, everybody was up. Now, uh, what the university police are telling us is that you need a key to get into the dorm building, quad two. Uh, But sometimes students leave the door propped open. However, this student seems to think maybe the predator had a key of his own. He's known around in the quads. He's known, everyone knows his face. Quite a widespread alarm when everyone figured out what had happened. That's really alarming that they got into the building, let alone her room. It's really scary. It was really frightening seeing like all the cops and just knocking on the door. It scared us all. Now that first student said that they kind of know who might have done this, but there's been no arrest, right? No, police have put out a fairly detailed uh, description of the uh, suspected uh, predator, however, so maybe they do know and maybe they're just not used to uh, dealing with reporters' questions during an ongoing uh, investigation. In any case, while they look for him, uh, they're reminding students, lock the door to your uh, dorm room. The victim's door was left open. All right, John Montone on the Livingston campus of Rutgers on the all-local this morning. A couple of hit-and-runs to report. Uh, we had a hit-and-run on the Little Neck Parkway in Queens near the Horace Harding Expressway around midnight. A 40-year-old man was hit. He suffered non-life-threatening injuries. The circumstances are not clear what he was doing on the parkway where he could get hit by a car. Cops are looking for a tan four-door sedan. In Newark, a 7-year-old and a 16-year-old both on bikes were hit around 10 o'clock last night at Lake Street and Bloomfield Avenue. They suffered minor injuries. Cops have been going through the neighborhood trying to find the car that hit them. What's bugging Senator Schumer this week? Dangerous chemicals in baby foods, the ones found in a study of baby food by an outfit called Healthy Babies, Bright Futures. They found in their report that 95% of the 168 baby foods that tested had arsenic, lead, mercury, or cadmium. Every one of them harmful to tiny little beauties. He wants federal regulators to take a look at the study to see if they can replicate the findings. The study notes that these toxins have been detected in baby food for decades. 
Even when the elevators in city housing projects are working, there's only so much they can lift, and that's why the fire department had to rescue a man who got stuck in an elevator at the East River houses yesterday. The man, described as heavy set, was trying to move a very bulky washing machine in the elevator, which stopped cold between the first and the second floors. The problem was the only uh, floors served by this elevator were 6 through 10, so there was no door to open to rescue this guy. They wound up having to cut a hole in a wall to get him out. Governor Cuomo has ordered a state investigation of an apartment building in the Bronx. He says the conditions in that building are horrible, with reports of bedbug infestations and drug-related crimes occurring in the building. He's ordered the State Department of Health to perform an environmental assessment of the building, and the State Office of Rent Administration has been ordered to investigate if rent-regulated units in the building are being adequately maintained. This building in question, by the way, at 3677 White Plains Road. A big part of the Vision Zero plan was making Queens safer, and a fair amount of work was done, but not all of it. Juan Restrepo is with the Transportation Alternatives of Queens. He says the final part of the project remains undone. The mayor basically has been implementing one phase every year. This one that we're talking about, 500 days later, was supposed to be done last year. It's been quite a long time of, of, of just you know being told by the city that it's going to happen, it's going to happen. But nothing has happened. Nothing has changed. The last stretch runs from Yellowstone Boulevard to Union Turnpike. People calling for the completion point out that the redesigned portion of Queens Boulevard in Elmhurst has seen a 55% reduction in accidents involving pedestrians. There's no comment from City Hall. And we're getting some details now on how the congestion pricing system is going to work. A Tennessee company called Transcore has been awarded a $507 million contract to build and operate the tolling system. That system won't go live until January of 2021 at the earliest, and the pricing has yet to be determined. The MTA board will settle on the tolls no earlier than November 15th of next year. And the system will need to track every single vehicle entering Manhattan south of 61st Street, Cars just driving on the West Side Highway, and the FDR will get a pass. Thanks for listening to the All Local from 1010 Winds. And for the latest news, traffic, and weather, tune to 1010 Winds. Visit 1010winds.com or download the Radio.com app to take us with you wherever you go. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.